It's five for Friday on May 27th, the start of a Memorial Day weekend. I'm sure everybody is really looking forward to a three-day weekend, including me, and this is one of my last tasks before I shut down the computer. Every Friday, I pull together five things that I think are of interest to people in public sector in general and public procurement specifically, and if I talk about things that are more public sector oriented, I at least try to draw a thread back to why it would be interesting to people who are primarily procurement people. So first, if you're on LinkedIn very often, I assume you, like I, have seen a lot of the new badges pop up for the CPPO and CPBB tests that happened in the spring. The UPPCC did get around to putting out the full list of the 133 new public procurement professionals that got their certification in the spring round. So they've published out the list and take a look. I've also seen several people with the NIGP CPP certification come around. So if NIGP puts out a similar list, we will cover that as well and celebrate everyone for taking the time to do the work and then to get recognized for that work through certification and recognition. Second, Governing has put out a report that I've actually been looking for someone to do a report like this where they are cataloging the nearly 35 states that have ended their emergency health declarations, which gave governors the authority to mandate pandemic mitigation measures. And they also state that most of those that remain in the emergency health declaration are set to expire before August. So from the procurement lens, I think that's important because we all know that there were a lot of procurement restrictions that were relaxed during the COVID era due to unprecedented supply chain issues related to the PPE and onboarding new vendors. And in a lot of the work we've been doing for our clients, we've seen a desire to make sure that all of the standard practices are clear and known and that the muscle memory related to procurements that are not in an emergency paradigm are exercised and that departments and agencies realize as well that those are the rules that people need to operate under. So I do think that while this is not specifically a public procurement story, there will be ripples into public procurement as these things come off. Third, nearly two-thirds of the U.S. states and territories have submitted letters of intent to participate in the new Internet for All initiative, which was one of the core parts of the broadband internet money that was in the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act last year. The centerpiece of the initiative is a $42-plus billion broadband equity access and deployment, or BEAD program, which will end up driving hundreds of millions of dollars to these states. Under the BEAD program, every participating state will receive a minimum of $100 million with more to be parceled out based on how many unserved and underserved people in the areas that they have. So impact on procurement, of course, is that is just that much more money that will be need to be coming through on dates and in specific methodology, along with the ARPA money, which we've talked about several times. So it only increases the amount of throughput that public procurement is going to need to absorb. Fourth, the EU has established some new sanctions on Russia that are anticipated to flow into government contracting. As a vendor with contracts in multiple states, we've received a variety of requests from our contracting partners for different 
actions or provisions or affirmations related to interactions uh, with Russia. So I'm sure we're going to see more to come. And if the EU has established a fully architected concept on approach to dealing with Russia and government contracting, one can expect that it may well make its way to the States. So it's definitely worth a read and a contemplation. Finally, I previewed a busy June 1st Civic coming on the heels of definitely a busy spring. Uh, the difference in the June busy, it is involves a lot of original content and a lot of speaking, which is good for you because it results in a lot of on-demand topic and a lot of new takes on items. So the three things specifically where we're doing new content in June for NAEP, which is the National Association of Education Procurement, they have a event that is starting June 5th in Grapevine, Texas. And Janet Thompson and I will be talking about transforming in turbulent times where I'm basically facilitating a conversation with her about several transformation initiatives that she was working on when she was at the University of North Dakota that started around the time that COVID did. So it'll be an interesting look into her experience as well as some of its lessons and implications today. That will be on Monday the 6th at 10.15. And then on June 8th, I will get in the car and drive down to Austin for the Government Financial Officers Association conference, the tale of that, where I'll be speaking about riding the e-procurement wave with Matthew Watkins and Michael Solomon talking about the e-procurement landscape, what's involved in defining and driving to success, and how to be a good customer for e-procurement implementations. I will be doing my Attracting and Retaining Talent presentation for the Texas Community College Association in middle of June. And then at the end of June, we will be doing a live clubhouse panel about flipping the financial year in style, where we're going to look at how procurement can effectively close out one year while also trying to get ready to open up a new one, all the pressures that come on both ends of that equation, and then have some good discussion with our normal clubhouse crew, people like Jamie Shore, Justin Sullivan, James Crenshaw, Kristen Webb, Jenny Hederman, and how about you? It's easy to join and participate. That's kind of the fun of this live panel involvement. So look for some more information on how to participate on that. If you're interested, it'll be on June 23rd. And for all of those events where we created original content, I will get a recording of those in some form or fashion and make it available uh, as part of our normal podcast series. So I hope you have a great Memorial Day weekend on tap, either with a lot to do or absolutely nothing to do, both of which have their own charm. And with that, have a happy Friday. Hi, it's Dustin Lanier. Thanks for listening. Please find me on LinkedIn for original public sector operations content every week. And please reach out to me if I and my team of procurement professionals at Civic Initiatives can help you be a public procurement change agent.